CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's Wednesday, February 28th, 2024, and this is Markets Daily from Coindesk. I'm your host, Celine Braun, and let's dive into those prices. According to Coindesk Indices at 8 a.m. Eastern Time, Bitcoin continued its rally, rising 4.5% to $59,362. And Bitcoin is inching closer to its all-time high, just 16% short of challenging $69,000. Ether rose 1.7% over the same time period to 3,315. Assets in the Coinus 20 index were once again largely in the green, led by Aptos, Shiba Inu, and XRP. In traditional markets, both the Nasdaq and the S&P 500 closed yesterday with modest gains. Traders await January's Personal Consumption Expenditure, or PCE, reading on Thursday. And in commodities, the Brent crude oil benchmark was trading at $81.96 a barrel. Meanwhile, gold was trading at $2,029 an ounce. For more on the markets action, let's bring in Jason Lau, Chief Innovation Officer at OKX. Going back to Bitcoin for a second, Jason, it makes sense to me that Bitcoin is skyrocketing these days, given the ETFs and, you know, the overall sentiment around it. Just this morning, it crossed $60,000, which means we're getting really close to the all-time high of almost 69000 When do you see a correction happening here, and how severe do you expect it to be? I'm excited that I'm your first guest uh, after Bitcoin hit $60,000. Uh, and you know, it's actually hit all-time highs in many, many different currencies already. I think the dollar, the euro, maybe the, the pound and the Hong Kong dollar are... are just a few where it has not already hit all-time highs. Earlier this morning, it crossed uh, 9 million Japanese yen, and some of our, our Japanese colleagues were, were excited about that. And so there's a lot of euphoria out there right now for Bitcoin. Uh, a pullback certainly is within, within realm. However, I think if you zoom out, the positives of the adoption, awareness of Bitcoin, and again, like some of these second-order effects from the Bitcoin ETF are still playing out. I think it's, it's going to be quite positive for Bitcoin price in the probably still short term and into medium term, but a pullback would not be surprising. We'll surely come back to that later. But what do you attribute this recent rally in ETH to? It came a bit sudden this week, and I've heard several different opinions as to why, but I'm curious to hear yours. Yeah, ETH has obviously been the second likely candidate for a potential ETF. I was just in Asia recently, and 
The ETF chatter, I think some of the second order effects and the reverberations internationally have been a little bit understated. The Bitcoin ETF certainly opened the doors and opened the eyes to many that there are going to be more assets to come. And institutions globally are positioning themselves for that potential ETH ETF. I don't know if that's specifically why uh, ETH is rallying, but it has been underperforming Bitcoin slightly. So it's good to see it, it catch up. So Jason, we've seen this recent rally in Bitcoin and, and like we just talked about in ETH as well. Would you say ETH and Bitcoin are still intertwined? Yes, certainly. I think people are viewing the crypto asset space as a whole right now. Uh, a lot of the spillover effects from the ETF, Bitcoin ETF, are rolling over to altcoins and ETH. Uh, there is also a lot of activity happening on a, a wide variety of these networks. Ethereum is having a big conference in Denver over the next couple of days. There's going to be sure, surely going to be a lot of chatter about network upgrades and, and new protocols and, and developments. We've also seen Solana have a uh, earlier run up in price, but also real, real expansion in sort of network activity and, and active users. And so I, I think the enthusiasm for crypto as a whole is something that we, we're definitely noticing. Global crypto regulation, the disruptive power of AI, the rise of tokenization. Consensus is the one event where experts convene to talk about the ideas shaping our digital future. Join developers, investors, founders, brands, policymakers, and plenty more in Austin, Texas from May 29th to the 31st. The 10th annual Consensus is curated by Coindesk to feature the industry's most sought-after speakers, unparalleled networking opportunities, and unforgettable experiences. Take 15% off with this registration code, MD15. Register now at consensus.coindesk.com. So I want to ask you about the Denkun upgrade, which is coming on March 12th, which, you know, broadly speaking, is supposed to increase Ethereum's scalability and, and efficiency, which has been an issue. How big of an impact on the price of ETH do you expect from that short and long term? Hard to say short term. I think some of the short term price factors are driven mostly by institutions positioning themselves ahead of a potential ETH ETF. However, for the upgrade, the Denkun upgrade, I think it will usher in a, a more uh, medium-term scalability solution. It, it's expected to reduce fees for Layer 2 networks by up to 90%. I think that's very significant for, for users as they explore all these new apps and uh, Layer 2s out there. Just because you mentioned Solana briefly, I've heard people say there's an altcoin season coming up. Do you agree with that statement? And, and if so, why, why are people saying that? We're seeing altcoin season uh, start in, in quite a few places, actually. Uh, Solana, like you mentioned, is one. Uh, we've also seen quite a lot of activity in the Bitcoin ecosystem. And by that, I mean Bitcoin Layer 2s and Bitcoin BRC tokens, as well as Stacks, I think, as part of that. I think there, there's been quite a lot of activity over in that ecosystem in particular. And, and this stems on the back of the Bitcoin price action, but also the expansion of developer interest in Bitcoin over the past six to nine months as a result of ordinals and, and, and inscriptions. It's something that we support on our OKX wallet, our self-custodial wallet, and the activity there has been quite tremendous. Are you headed to ETH Denver this, this year? Yes, I am. And uh, a whole bunch of our team is going to be there. We're very excited about it. 
Yeah, I'm certainly jealous. Um, what are you most excited about? What do you What do you think people are gonna talk about? What do you think is gonna stick out this year? ETH Denver to me has always had this developer quirky angle to it. It's a fun place to just kind of catch up on the vibes of the crypto ecosystem. We're going to be hosting a, a, an event. We're going to be joined by some of our friends from Solana and Uniswap. We've got some announcements there. Uh, there's also going to be talk about network upgrades, right? Dan Kuhn is, is one of them that you mentioned earlier. Uh, but broadly, it's just going to be a good time, especially with enthusiasm and awareness of crypto at, at sort of recent highs. All right. Thank you for your insights, Jason. Thanks for having me. That was Jason Lau, Chief Innovation Officer at OKX. That's it for today's show. For more interviews and macro news on the digital asset space, check out Coindesk's First Mover, also hosted by me, Jen Snassi. Market Daily is produced and edited by Eleanor Paul, alongside senior booking producer Melissa Montanez and executive producer Jared Schwartz. I'm your host, Jen Snassi. We'll be back tomorrow with more Markets Daily. Save a little more this month. Chime checking accounts have features like fee-free overdraft up to $200 with SpotMe and no monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at chime.com slash goals 24. Banking services debit card provided by Bancorp, Bank NIA, or Stride Bank NIA members of FDIC. SpotMe eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply.